Welcome to the Be Seen, Be Loved podcast. I'm your host, Chrissy Love. I believe in taking massive action to overcome life's biggest challenges because I know the rewards that lie on the other side. This show is a weekly dose of inspiration and motivation to help you level up in your life. Here's to a new you where your dedication, commitment, and staying true to yourself will make your wildest dreams come alive. Let's do this. Today, I have a special guest, Jacqueline Shalas. Let me just read Jacqueline's bio here. From a challenging upbringing and self-harm to being a teenage published author, uh, broadcast journalist, and college instructor, the excitable introvert in Jacqueline leveraged her successes, failures, quirks, and proficiencies to become an international speaker, global best-selling author, and advisor to hundreds. Wow. Jacqueline's Jacqueline guides her co-creators with energy, enthusiasm, and flair to embrace their awesomeness, right? To get seen, heard, and respected at work, home, and beyond. You know, we talk about this a lot. Now, she is the leading authority on communication-based personal leadership for intersectional introverts. And as an introverted woman of color herself, she's leveraged her challenging upbringing to becoming a transformational speaker, best-selling author, and executive coach and advisor to Fortune 500 executives, all honoring her introversion. Jacqueline has wild audiences in nearly 20 countries with her Embrace Your Awesome message and national media outlets, including Forbes, Dr. Oz, The Washington Post, The Independent, Romper International Business Times. She is the founder of Awesome Enterprise LLC, executive director of a national center for intersectional uh, studies and author of the international best-selling books, Embrace Your Awesome, and Yes, Introverts Can, right? So let's welcome Jacqueline Shalas to the show. Hey, Jacqueline. Hello. Thanks for having me. Well, thanks for being here. You know, you talk about introverts a lot and I am a true introvert. I would love, and I'm so happy to be by myself and, and play games in my head. People don't think that I'm an introvert because when I go out, you know, and speak, I, you know, bring it and I'm just outgoing, but introverts can do quite a bit more than what they think they can, right? Absolutely. I think one of the biggest uh, stereotypes is that somehow if you are joyous or that you're of service, you can't possibly be an introvert because everyone knows that introverts are sullen and they're quiet and they're subdued and no, (laughs) not all of us. These are, these are two separate things. You can show up powerfully and also be an internal processor in the same way you can be socially awkward and anxious and also be an extrovert. Um, These, these are, are traits that do not equal (laughs) one another. Right. And it's uh, not, it's actually pretty common. However, uh, let's just backtrack a little bit. Uh, your story is very, you know, different. You had a challenging upbringing and you were a serious introvert, but you've done so many amazing, amazing things, not for your own company, but for so many people around the world. Can you just share that experience with us? 
Well, absolutely. And I, I am an introvert. Like that, that is absolutely me. I'm an internal processor. I need time to reflect and to think and to just be in my own world in order to show up for other people. Mm. Um, and so for me, I always recognize that two things were true and I just didn't know how they were true. I just accepted that they were true. It's absolutely true that I need time to be by myself, that I enjoy my own company, that I like to create different scenarios and worlds in my mind. And also I was very clear all the way in kindergarten, I knew I would be a writer. I knew I would be traveling. I knew I would be on stages. I mean, my childhood aspiration wasn't to be like a doctor or a lawyer or a fireman or any of that business. My aspiration was to be a New York Times bestselling author. So one, I was a strange kid. And also, it was very clear to me early on that both of these things about me are true. And so there wasn't really a question in my mind of, can I be both? It's like, of course, that's just, yeah. <laughs> so I just need to prepare myself to be both. Um, however, that is not how all of the rest of my world saw it. Yeah. All the rest of my world saw either you can be in front of people speaking and on stages, or you can be quiet, um, you can be in solitude, you can have your reflective introspective moments. You can't be both. And so the challenge was always, okay, well, I know this is true about me. I know both of these are true. So what do I need to do to be that person? And so it was just a matter of me making those choices and chances, hoping it worked out <laughs> where I'm honoring both. Um, and that I think really, it was truly the start of it. I mean, my, my big pivot point was where I had an opportunity to kind of uproot my life, if you will. Um, I was recruited to go to a different high school for debate. I mean, I joined the the debate team because I knew if I'm going to be on stages, I need to be comfortable speaking in front of people. So join a debate team. Um, and that led to me being recruited to completely new environment. Didn't know anyone, kind of knew the coach. I saw her a few times. Um, and so it gave me a blank slate. It Nobody knows me. I know no one. There's no expectations. Right, and so right. I challenged myself with saying, if I were to be the person in my head, what would that person do? Like, if it's true that I'm going to be on stages, I'm going to be writing books, I'm going to be doing, if I'm that person, what do I need to do? And so that person is going to say, oh, of course, you're going to say yes to all these things you turned down because you don't want to deal with people. <laughs> you're going to say yes to all of these opportunities. And that just snowballed into basically everything else that I've accomplished started from that pivotal moment. Wow. And that's a very similar experience to mine. I actually don't join Toastmasters to get myself <laughs> out there and learn the art of public speaking. But you took you took a debate, which was absolutely great. So if there's a debate, you know, team or club in your school, that's a great way to also get the experience that you need to really shine in, in public. But let's talk to our viewers and listeners who struggle with this, who struggle in the workplace. And, and I've been there, right? I've been there and I understand what they're going through. When you're an introvert, sometimes it can be a struggle before you actually learn the skill of really projecting your energy out. Uh, I can be so happy, happy reflecting and, and being creative in my own little space, in my own home. I used to live by myself for many, many years and I loved it. I never felt alone. I never felt bored. I felt, never felt lonely. I just always had a great time conjuring up these creative ideas uh, in my, in my head. And that 
um, led me to writing and then, you know, speaking and things like that, because I was a cr- more creative. But let's talk to our uh, listeners and viewers. Now, how would they um, really approach this to really get out? Introverts, now that we're in the house, it's like, I want to take a quick break to thank all our listeners, contributors, and give a shout out to Mint Wave Radio for promoting our show in Scotland, the UK, and around the globe. If you are interested in being a guest on the show, or if you are an entrepreneur looking to enhance your communication and connection skills as a leader, contact me at bcmbelove.com forward slash contact. That we're taking in and our brain is trying to sort through all of this. So of course, if our brain is trying to sort through all of the stimulation, of course, you're going to get drained when you're around people. Right. And you're around overwhelming. By stimulation. overwhelming. Yes. It is very overwhelming because it's so much for our brains to take in. And so we need that time away to just allow our brains to process what's important, what's necessary, and then what to do about it. That is what an introvert is. It's the person who is internally processing their world. On the on the other side of the spectrum, because it's all shades of gray, um, on the other side of the spectrum are extroverts. They are external processors. So they need to talk through it. They need to walk through it. They need to interact with their world in order to make sense of it. So the extroverts don't always have the best things to say. Many times they are speaking to figure out what the point is they're trying to make. They're figuring out their world as they're engaging, as they're getting attention, as they are, you know, engaging with their world. And so it's important to know that because for introverts, especially we can take what an extrovert is saying, thinking that it's gospel and this is what they mean and they believe. And they were just trying to figure out what they thought or they meant. They don't even know what they said because they say so much because they're processing Ah, their world. And so it's important for us to kind of start with that baseline so that we can recognize how we need to maneuver. And everyone has a dot of introvert, a dot of extrovert, and then we get all gradients of gray in between. There's no pure one or the other. So when we look at the workplace and kind of this, now that we have a better sense of what these two sides of the spectrum are, when you're in the workplace, you may be in an environment that values someone who is more outspoken or that is more um, outwardly engaging. And so if you are an internal processor, it may seem like these two things are antithetical. They don't have to be. Some of the ways that you can do just really like simple, simple ways when you're in a meeting, for example, introverts, we're processing everything that's happening and we're trying to formulate our thoughts with how we want to respond. But people may think you're zoning out. <laughs> you're just right. sitting there. You're just sitting there. Just to speak up or something like that. And it's right. not it. You're just processing the information so you can give a valid you know, question or comment or, or um, idea based on the topic that's discussed. But they think, oh, you know, she has a problem speaking or she has a problem talking and communicating. That's really not it. Now you were talking about how, and and this is totally me, how we're processing all and trying to figure out all of these things. We see everything. We observe everything. How do we stop that? Because that's just nerve (laughs) wracking. Hi, this is Chrissy Love of BCMB Love, and I'd like to invite you to tune in to my show that's being aired on WinWinWomen.tv every Monday at 1 p.m. Central Standard Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and 7 p.m. UK Time to get public speaking tactics that can be used to increase your communication skills 
in a way that will up-level your career and your life? Be used to break a window or it can be used to pull out a nail. I mean, is it the hammer's fault <laughs> that it does either of those? No, it just depends on how you're using it. Um, and the same thing with our introversion, the way our brains are wired are typically more towards one or more towards the other. And we have some people who are in the middle, um, ambiverts, um, they're known as where they, they fluctuate greatly right in between those two. And so the most important thing is, first of all, to recognize that there's not anything wrong with your internally processing mind. That is in fact a gift. Um, but how do you use that? Our brains are constantly thinking of scenarios of where things could go wrong, things that could go right, how people are going to respond. It is incredibly annoying <laughs> to have that. However, because your brain is doing this, now you can give insights and nuance to the topic that you're speaking out on. So going back to that meeting that we were talking about where your brain is processing kind of all that's being said, it's not just you're processing what's being discussed. Your brain is thinking of all of like the 15 different ways that this could possibly go and what needs to happen in response to that. So how do you begin to practice articulating those pieces, how you begin to practice um, putting those pieces into action, because that type of insight is often what is missing. If we're only listening to the people who have the bright idea, but they're not looking at the ramification, we get into these crazy situations where we're looking like, who thought that was a good idea? Like, why would, there was no one in the room to say that is idiotic, like that's wasteful, that's not how, there was, yes, Undoubtedly, there was someone there, but were they willing to be uncomfortable for the moment mm -hmm. and to give those insights? Um, and so part of our journey as introverts is recognizing there is value in the way that our brains work, but that value is only to the extent that we're willing to share and implement those gifts. If we're just thinking that this is great and we never share it, it's great for us, but it's great for no one else. So was it really great? You know? <laughs> now, how does this work in the in the working world in the corporate environment? Okay, um, and I've and I've been in many corporate corporate environments, and I've seen other people too who process the way exactly the way you're describing. However, it might not be for that company. That company wants someone who's quick witted, who's fast on their feet, and who may give a ton of wrong ideas, which I observe. <laughs> but uh, what would you say for someone who's in an environment where they just don't feel easy because because People want fast results and they just don't, their brain just doesn't, isn't wired that way. Well, there are a few things that are kind of going on here. Um, there's, there's the really broad, is this even your environment? So is this a space that you're going to thrive even if you are contributing? Because sometimes that is a factor that gets overlooked. People are in a space where their innate skills and abilities are not valued and they're trying to force themselves to be valued when they just need a different environment. Um, so that that's one thing to have as a consideration. Mm -hmm. If this is the environment that does value you, but you're just not sure how to navigate those waters, having a conversation with your, especially for your supervisor or your manager or your higher up or with the respected peer to say, this is how I work. Like I come up with great ideas and provide examples of those contributions. However, I need an extra beat. It's not that I'm checked out. My brain is processing so much. So can we figure out a way that I can have that extra beat and still be able to contribute and that you recognize that that's not a slight against you or against the organization. This is just 
how I function. Um, and those conversations can be supremely uh, fruitful because the person may not recognize that that's what's happening. If they just, if you just look blank face all the time, if you come up with stuff afterward, but you just look blank face all the time, it, it just looks like you're a blank face person um, as opposed to someone contributing. So that's a second way that you can kind of navigate this. And then the third is to simply choose your battles. I mean, there are some spaces, this is not when you're, not, and this isn't just for introverts, this is just in general. You will not always have scenarios where you're comfortable. Hmm. Everyone has scenarios where they are uncomfortable. The, the challenge for us introverts, and this is our responsibility for ourselves and how we are showing up, is hmm. for us to choose when it's worth being uncomfortable in order to get the job done. So hmm. if that means that you have to have that moment where you're taking a few minutes before the meeting to kind of calm yourself, to relax your nervous system, to get prepared to go into having conversations, you go into the meeting, you are contributing those insights, you are giving that nuance, and then you take another five minutes or so to like recover from all of that engagement and all of that stimulation, then do that. It's picking your battles. And so choosing the places where you need to show up and give more energy and directing that inward energy outward, that's where you make transformation. But don't forget to then come back to the center, come back to that internal place where you can reflect, where you can have that moment of solitude even if it's going to the bathroom, you go onto another floor, you take a quick walk, say it's a smoke break, but you walk around, you stand in the window, look outside, like whatever it is that gives you that grounding, make sure you have time before you need to highly engage and after, because you need to prep yourself for engagement and you need to recover from engagement. Awesome. Jacqueline, you're, you're, tell, you're giving some serious information, valuable information, and all these uh, scenarios I've used myself, and it, it has worked. Now, I will shine, but then I need to take a step back and I'll go to the car for a while, go drive around to the park or something. But yes, yes, that is so important. Also, look at your environment, your company that you're working for. Is it for you or is it not? And yeah. it's all about owning your power, right? And you know, explain yeah. that, hey, this is the situation. This is who I am. However, um, I need a little time to process things and it takes a little bit more time for me to kind of be creative and come up with the best idea solution for you. It's all about how you present. Yeah, and that's, it's especially important for intersectional introverts because you have additional things that you're also challenging in that space as well. So having that recovery and that prep time is all the more essential um, when you are one of one. <laughs> you know, if you're if you're the only introvert in an extroverted environment, it's you must do this. This is not like a nice to have because otherwise you're going to put yourself into a place where your mental health is taking a hit, your physical health is taking a hit, your relationships are taking a hit. So it's essential that you create those spaces and it doesn't have to be a big to do, but it has to be done. I love it. That's that's so important. So you speak all over the, the world, actually, giving yes. um, speeches at, on this topic, on this specific mm -hmm. topic and helping so many people because people don't realize there's a lot of people like us, right? We're trying to struggle through life. And, be, and until you get your like your flow, your personal flow of things that work for you and work best for you and allow you to shine, it's going to be just a struggle. 
the struggle. So a lot of people need that. So I thank you for sharing uh, the valuable information that you have that you shared around the world to help so many people. And I hope that our listeners are taking notes and using these tools to kind of make their lives a little bit more balanced. And yeah, absolutely. I wanted to just take a moment to just point out a couple things in what you said. First of all, there are far more of us who are on the introverted side than most people recognized. Um, the, the number statistically is between 40 to 60% of people who are more on the introverted side. Um, so that's one thing. There's, there's plenty of us. You are not the only person. <laughs> it may feel that you are, but you are not. Oh, um, sure, I guess. Yes. And there's so many like notable people who are also introverted and not just that they're introverted, they recognize and they leverage their introversion. So you have people like Beyonce, like Adele, um, like Emma Watson, like Stacey Abrams, um, like Simon Sinek. You have these big people, big personalities who are literally transforming the way that culture and business and and just day-to-day operations work they are changing the landscape of how we all live our lives in big very large ways and even in small ways and each and every one of them one is introverted and two recognize the benefits and the gifts of their introversion and they have spoken about these different aspects of being introspective being reflective um having that time to come where their brains connect the dots when they are in solitude that that is the reason why they are successful they didn't have to overcome or do something to change being an introvert they use their introversion so that they could be those big names, so that they could create that success, so that they could transform the world. And because they are coming from that space of saying, this is who I am, this is how who I am is beneficial, now they can show up big and bold and full, even if they're not the loudest, even if they're not like the big to do, they show up in service, they're able to pour their all into it, and then they retreat to the shadows to recover. (laughs) Uh-huh. Sounds like the story of my life, but I love it. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Absolutely. Now tell us uh, what, what you're doing. What are you doing now? What's lighting you up, Jacqueline, these days? Right now, really capturing the experiences of intersectional introverts has been, it, it's been my thing for the past couple of years with having a solid focus and capturing these experiences. Um, one of the things that was very frustrating for me um, is seeing how many stories, especially for introverted women of color, that they have consistent stories across all of these pieces and no one has documented them no one has like put any data behind it no one has oh, quantified no those one. experiences and, there's and, so, no help. and they there's, don't know where to go I didn't know anything no. about no. this I mean I just knew that hey I had a problem right and I needed to solve it and to get out more and learn the skill of just being more outgoing and more social and but a lot of people do not don't know right yeah and that's been the challenge for me is finding these people who have been brave enough to share their story thinking they were the only one like I'm I'm struggling and I just need to vent um and then having thousands of women say oh yeah me too I thought I was the only one um so being able to quantify those experiences and then tease out what does that mean um what does it mean to be an intersectional introvert um how can you put that into service not only for yourself but for those you impact 
And then how can we support those intro, those intersectional introverts so that the best is brought out of all of us? Yeah, mm -hmm. that's what's lighting you up. Uh, that's just lighting you up. Awesome. Well, it's very much needed. And I hope that you find more people that, to provide more support in this area so that people can shine. Because what I was thinking of is that I've seen so many people who um, are introverted like, like we were, um, but they allowed that to stop them in life. And they stayed in you know, a shadow and stayed quiet because they didn't know how to really bring their true essence out and really shine where it needs to shine and make a difference when I'm sure they had the capabilities to do it. Absolutely. And so I'm, I, I commend you on just sharing this message and getting it out there to the world, right? That, you know, just not your group or not locally, but the world that you're doing this in, in, in multiple publications and media out outlets and on stages. So good job for you to for helping where it's needed the most. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I so appreciate you sharing during this time, like your own experience and your own journey. I mean, so the audience members may not have been aware of this. And so they're like, oh, she's so poised and she, she's smiling and she's great. And she's an introvert. What are you talking about? You know, it's, All the it's amazing that when we have, when we're able to see someone who has this experience like mm -hmm. us, it opens the door of possibility of what we can do and what yes. we will give ourselves permission to accomplish. I mean, for both of us, though, everything changed for us. We're still introverts, but the ways that we show up are different now because we gave ourselves permission to explore what does it mean for us to show up whole? What does it mean for us to show up bold and, and begin playing around with it? Like, okay, let's see if this works. Fortunately, it worked, right? <laughs> all right? Let me say this is that we all start somewhere and, and I just want you all to not stop to continue, right? For instance, yes. when I started my show, I'm just going to be transparent here. It took me weeks to prepare, weeks. Yes. And, but I knew that I, I would have a problem in this area stepping out or going on stage or starting a podcast. It took me weeks to prepare my mindset to do that, but I didn't give up. I kept going. And as you keep going, you get better and you get better and you get better and you get better. So don't stop. All right. Take uh, Jacqueline's advice on everything that she said, which is amazing to really help you to really um, hone in on your, on your skills. You have a lot of skills that really need to be out there and shine like these superstars. Right. And you probably are a superstar in your own right. But and we want to see that. We want to see more of that. So Fine, Jacqueline. We need you. We need you to show up. We we yeah. are waiting. Like the people <laughs> in your world who need your impact and influence, they are waiting for you. They're waiting, not for someone like you. They're waiting for you. Your particular yeah. voice is what they are waiting for. So if you can't do it for yourself, do it for the people who need you. Remember the people who have poured into your life. It's like, oh, that was exactly, how did they know they're speaking to me? Those people had to get the gumption <laughs> to show up, uh, to be able to be vulnerable and to do it again and again. And so your life is better. You are that for someone else. Absolutely. And thank you so, so very much, Jacqueline, for being on the show today. Uh, I'm sure our listeners can really benefit from the information that you gave today. Thanks again. Thanks so much.